This is Michelle Dawes-Burke of Real Chicks Rock. And this is RCR Presents Real Discussions, the podcast. I want to thank all of the listeners and all of the new people that are checking us out today. Thank you so much. Let me give you a little background about what Real Chicks Rock is all about. It's all about the empowerment of women. Yeah. And we do it through so many different ways and vehicles. Um, This particular platform has been my favorite lately, um, where we sit and it's part of the media. and We have guests and people that talk about different things that impact our communities. And I've had some artists and some Grammy-nominated and Grammy winners here. So we're just really excited about that. Um, we're also about um, public speaking and mentoring. And then the other piece that's still dear to my heart, too, is the community service piece, yes. right? Yes. Um, and so today, the topic is homelessness in Atlanta. And I think for some of you guys that know me, um, I really have been talking about the homeless situation for a couple of years. When I first birthed Real Chicks Rock a couple of years ago, um, I aligned myself with the Atlanta Missions because I had liked the fact that they empowered the people that they had, the women in particular, um, to help them get a second chance at life, like reset, restart their life. So it wasn't just about you being homeless or displaced or whatever the case may be, but they were giving them the tools that they needed so that they could get back on their feet. And that's the empowerment piece that I really liked. And I appreciated that. And you know, not for nothing, um, there was homeless shelters, one in particular we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, but I just didn't see this mass abundance of homelessness that I'm starting to see over this past year or so ago. So today's topic is really important to my guest because my guest is Osborne Murray. Hi, Osborne. Hey, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Osborne is very grassroots in the community, in the neighborhood, battling, helping to provide resources for the homeless community. We met through Linda Osborne, right? A a mutual person. And that's how it grows. You meet one person and they know some other great and dynamic people and you continue to learn and grow. And we had a conversation and I, I, he gave me a business card and I just just was like, I'm interested. And I said, I think I want to have you on the show. And we're going to kind of talk about this homeless state in, in Atlanta. So as I was saying, um, it has really started to like bloom in, in a manner that's undescribable. But before we get into that, Osborne, I want the people to know a little bit about you. So then it has it makes sense when you share Right. some of your experience in the work that you do. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, again, my name is Osborne Murray. Mm-hmm. I am actually recently retired from the military. Okay. And they, when you say retired, you have forms of retirement. Okay. But medically retired. All right. So you think about what goes into that and you become helpless and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. be- between the retirement and getting out, it made me, it was like stages into what I'm doing now. Okay. Um, at the time, I had a broken neck. I had a stroke. Uh, this mom was broken in four places. I couldn't walk. I couldn't talk for like, you know, a year. Really? And then it was real serious rehab. Um, oh so from there, 
I looked at things differently. Mm. You know, you have to think about the um, the goodness in God right. and how He actually brought you back from where you were. Right. Because I was sitting in that bed many of nights thinking, why me? Right. And it was like, well, apparently this is something I have to go through. Mm. And I'm very thankful that He brought me through it. Gotcha. So after I got through that, and oh, again, thanks to the Army for all the rehab right, and services. Right, they right, right. But after that, I got out, I saw, I came back to Atlanta, and I noticed, I was like, wow, that guy's homeless. And another, and another, and mm. another. And mm. another. I was like, well, what are anybody, is anybody doing mm. anything about this? Mm. It's like, well, no. Okay. From my eyes. But there were people doing stuff. Okay. But, you know, so I'm not going to say that there was no one doing anything. Right. But, you know, you, you see, as you said, you see things and then you don't see things. Right. And you have people who say that they're doing stuff and then... But they're doing stuff behind the scenes. Yes. My thing is that basically I'm more of a grassroots, as you mm -hmm. say, person mm -hmm. who's on the ground. Mm -hmm. If I see an um, issue, I try to tackle it head on. Right. Instead, if I see that it's 30 people down that need help, I'm going to try to get at least 60 pair of clothes. So they at least have two, two pairs, pair, you know, wow. and shoes and things of that nature. Right. You know. So when you came back, you said you, when you came to Atlanta, what year was that? When did you realize there was a situation here? 2013. Okay. I was released January 2013 from the military. Okay. Um, I had already bought my house in 2008. I lived in it for a month, and then I moved back in in 2013 after I got out. Okay. So as I'm going again, I said, well, I'm coming back to Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Right. You know, everyone, city. Everyone's young. Mm -hmm. I said it's a nice city. Yes, it is. It's insanely mm -hmm. nice. Mm -hmm. You got so much stuff to do. And when, you know, you can meet this person, you can meet that person, connect, connect, connect. Again, mm -hmm. like I told you, I thought I was going to be the next um, KC from Jodeci. You told me anything's going to be Jodeci. Things going to be Jodeci. Come and talk to me. I you know. really thought you going to do that? I really thought I was going to do that. I was like, hey, I got to, I got to, I got to sing a little bit. I can put, um, you know, put something behind it. You know, maybe uh, a voice box or something. Ooh. Cool, you know. Fix the voice out a little bit, but I had I had bought the sweatsuits and no. yes, I, I really that was something that I thought I was gonna No. I thought. But no. No. <laughs> now are you are you from Atlanta? No, Jacksonville, Florida, right down the street. Okay. You know, um it's come back and forth, me and my cousins. We yeah. were called Grace Under Pressure, you know, and I was just they wanted to rap, so we were rapping, but I like more of singing. Uh, I was like, I have to do this thing. Yeah. Atlanta is the place everybody's coming. So yeah. I have this super big. <laughs> Remember the LL Cool J big radio boxes? Yeah, I had one of those. Him. Tell them, yeah. I know. And you had to be super strong to yeah. carry. I had one of those again, and I was just singing and stuff all around <laughs> the city. When Underground used to be the place yeah. to get discovered. That's a long time ago. That is a long time ago. Yeah. But no one discovered me, and I kept moving. So. so. <laughs> So was it from there you went into the army, or I went back into the army? Okay, um, you know I I'd had a couple shifts in my life where, and I first was in the army, then I got out, went to college, mm -hmm. went up to Howard for a minute. Mm. I felt like the city mouse, the country mouse in the city, yeah, because I wasn't used to all of the activities in D.C. Yeah. that were there. Yeah, but I was fortunate enough to get introduced to Marion Barry which introduced me to politics, mm. which introduced me to how to do campaigns and stuff ah. like that. And I think that sparked okay. things for me. Okay. And so that, he had, I don't know if you remember, this thing called Pride. Mm -hmm. 
and priding yourself, priding your community. And I was like, wow, we can we can do something with okay, that. Okay, okay. And then I think that brought back the memory when I got back out mm -hmm. in 2013. Mm -hmm. I was like, we can do something with okay. this. Just re you don't have to reinvent the wheel, just start it again. I got you. And I feel I felt that, you know, we can just help the homeless, but you don't have to coddle the homeless. Mm. Because once you coddle someone, mm. then they feel like they're entitled to it. Okay. But a lot of people just want a helping hand. Mm -hmm. And even with the services that we bring out with our partnerships from other people like um, Atlanta Technical College. Right. They have an amazing dentistry mm -hmm. in which they helped out yesterday. Uh, Miss Singleton, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, they help free with free services, scanning, screen, excuse me, screenings. Yes. Screenings, and then you also have um, Atlanta Recovery, Atlanta Consultants. They do all the health screens and yeah, stuff for us, right. which is amazing because yeah. the pay people don't have to pay, or they have a reduced fee, mm -hmm. and that's what helps out a lot. Yeah, Atlanta Technical uh, College. Uh, I've had the opportunity of speaking with some of the students there a couple mm -hmm. of times. So yeah, they are definitely trying to give those students the tools that they need so that yes. they can be successful. Yes. Um, in different professions, so that's a good look and feel. I want to talk to you about when you first saw, when when it hit you. Mm -hmm. So when you, you were giving us an, an example that you, you know, if it's 30 people, you know, to get 60, right. you know, like, so each person can get like two outfits. Where did you see those 30 people? Where did you first encounter that, that 30? Peachtree and Pine. Okay. Where they, uh, of course, you know, it's closed right, right now. Right, right. And then... The day that they had the deadline, it it was disappeared. Everyone disappeared. Yes. So it's like, okay, where did the people go? Right. Right. So I found out that was the first time that I saw the need. Okay. Um, then I started following where they were. Basically, Garnett Station, um, downtown mm. at the they call it Tent City. Yeah. Um, also, you have a lot that's down by the jail mm -hmm. on the train tracks. Yes. And I didn't know all of that yeah. until I actually started going out there and walking, passing out stuff, right. passing out healthcare kits, right. passing out blankets, mm -hmm. water, food, and mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. And that became um, it became more intense because I was like, my God, it's just so many that need help. Yeah. And then I started to say, well, we got to get more people into this. Right. And so once I did that, I started reaching out to different organizations, and they started to give help. Gotcha. Um, and that was one of the biggest things, partnership, mm -hmm. partnering with other mm -hmm. um, organizations. Mm -hmm. Do you have any idea what happened to the shelter on Peachtree and Prime? Why did they close? Any idea? Can you say, not say? I, let's say, I don't, I was not there. Right. Um, what's the know, rumor? Do we know what's the rumor? What's the speculation as to why that closed? Was it money? Was it just um, too much, too many people to be responsible for? Was it, they were busting out of the seams? Was it, Gentrification? Was it? No, he's smart, I guess. Well, let's say that according <laughs> to the AJC, <laughs> okay. it was a water bill issue, tuberculosis, and crime. That's what the AJC said. I got you. Okay. And just like that, it was... Well, uh, I'm pretty sure there were some other things that, things that, that led you know, to it. But yeah. Because yeah. you know, that's a, a prime piece of property. Yeah. So Keyword. Yeah. Prime piece of property. That's what it is, too. And you know, the the community, the homeless community spread yes. that from that area because mm -hmm. it was 
two blocks down. Yes. And two blocks over to the to the or block over to the left, if yes. you will. So it went on. What's that? Is that Peachtree West or Piedmont or something? Piedmont, and then you have. Um, is it? Is it Jupiter? Yeah. Jupiter. Yeah. 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 So you have those streets, and of course, you know, you have Emory's right across right. the street. Right. Right. So I think that they were all gravitating there yeah. because if they do get hurt. They can just go to the hospital. hospital. But another thing that was happening, also, you have an, uh, an enorm- a, a super amount of um, trafficking yes. that goes on oh, there. And man. I ran into a lot of women. I ran into a lot of women who had their kids, and they were using the kids as, um, I don't want to say, mm. but you know, they were using the kids in order to get by. Mm-hmm. And I had to inform the police a lot of times about that. And then, you know, because if that's, and they were really upset because they feel that, you know, it's their right to use their resources. Oh my God. I'm using, I'm trying to be very, very I understand, I understand, you know, I understand. Their resources because it's their resources that they see it, but they don't look at the child as a human being. So that's one aspect. Then you had, I met this one family who was eight of them living in a car and they couldn't get services because, you know, if you can get services if you're a single woman uh-huh. with kids, but okay. if you're married, it's more difficult. Okay. I'm not saying you can't get services. But it's tough. But it's really tough. So we did reach out and Atlanta Housing helped them, mm-hmm. which I was so thankful for because mm-hmm. the guy had real medical issues too. Mm-hmm. So again, partnerships are very important. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you came, boots on the ground, I say mm-hmm. that a lot, right? Ex-military person, not really. Um, boots on the ground, saw the 30 people there, Peachtree and Pine, and you felt something, right? Yes. Because you gave what you had, Mm -hmm. the people needed it, but it was like, man, I barely scratched the surface. Because when you come with resources, it's almost like a sensory goes off and more people start to come and you feel like overwhelmed in a sense because you don't have enough. To take care of the masses, right? You're so right. Because that day, we went down with a um, barbecue pit. Yes. A 20-foot barbecue pit. Right. And I think we were talking earlier about that. And I had chicken, um, hamburgers, hot dogs, and we had food and everything else, um, kits, healthcare kits, and we gave all that out. Mm-hmm. But we saw, hundred. I think it was 167 people that day. Um, but it was so many more. Mm-hmm. That were still hungry. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it became almost overwhelming to me because I felt like I can't help enough people. Right. I don't have enough to help all of these right. folks. So right. It became almost a, um, it became a mission mm-hmm. because you have to, I felt I had to do this. Yeah. So. so is that where your charity was birthed or was already in flight at that time? When did it, when did the charity work start to really take off for you? Charity work. Well, I've been doing, let me say, my, I've been doing charity work for like my lifetime. My mm-hmm. grandmother, she used to, um, still does, um, she helps with the Cancer Society. Okay. And my uncle does this thing called Food Share mm-hmm. in South Carolina. Um, and where you give food out for like, you have a box of food. I think we have a similar program right, here right. for like $10. Right. And it has a month worth of food. Yeah. And I was like, well, how do we get that here? Mm-hmm. And then I learned about the food bank. Right. And the food bank, um, as you know, Southwest Food Bank, they give out tons of food all the mm-hmm. time. And Atlanta Food Bank 
also gives out tons of food also. So I started getting with those people. And even QT yeah. gives out food. And I was Ooh. like, hey, people love wraps. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken wraps, you know, turkey wraps. And that became really you know, a yeah. popular item. So, yeah. Okay. So you're a generational helper, like charity work. It's just like in your bloodline to just continue this type of work and giving and supporting. And I never looked at it, but I guess, like yeah. That, but yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. it's generational because yeah. yeah. you've been doing it for all your life and you've seen your elders do it. And so this is something that's been passed on you, but you just didn't realize it. That's why you're here today. That's we, why I'm here today. We talk about these things and kind of flush it all out. <laughs> um, it is really, it, it is, it, it's a lot because that, like we talked about, uh, Peachtree and Pine, that shelter that was there, yes. it's like gone. If you drive down that street now, it's like there's no indication that there was ever a homeless situation in that area. You're so right. It's so like gone. Right. Like they, they, you don't even see a straggler. And how is it that they're able to just clear that area so well? Is it, are we, are they policing it or is it, what, what's going on in that space that it is no recollection of homeless people living there. He's looking at me like he can't, he can't, he can't answer the question. Oh, I'm mean, asking the, thing, the, tough, the tough question. You, you have to think answer. about the dynamics of the city. Help me. Help um, me. Um, the city is growing. Yes, it is. Um, like you said earlier, gentrifying. Yes. And so when you have a growing city with a... Um, population that's there that needs to be um, some may say is an eyesore mm -hmm. okay then you have to do something in order for the new money to come in mm -hmm. again I'm no I don't want to say I'm an expert or anything especially Atlanta politics but right. I just see stuff and we all see stuff mm -hmm. I think sometimes we have to have a meaningful conversation about what's really actually going on yeah you know and not just say oh it's great but it's not it might look like it, yeah, but it's not. It's not you know. Yeah. So, I, and, and and let me say this: I think that um, Mayor Bottoms is doing a lot. Okay. As much as she can. Okay. You know, you, you, when you inherit a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, you have to deal with the overflow mm -hmm. of everything else that you have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Even you think about um, the airport takeover. Yeah. You know, she's dealing with a lot. And she did initiate, I think her name is Terry Lee, mm. who's now the chief housing person for the city, okay. who's actually trying to help with affordable housing mm -hmm. for the um, homeless and transient, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so, you know, that was one of my questions, too, because... I'm trying to be PC here. You are. And I, I don't know if I want that today. <laughs> Because we gotta get to, we well, get to it, you know. We it's gotta because like, it's a it's an understanding. Like we can't. I I feel like we are operating in blinders. Like we we, we go by every single day, and the population of homeless people, homelessness in Atlanta is growing. It is. I've seen it on four hundred at Buckhead. Yes. Like. Going up 400, there's like the, the sound wall. Yes. There's a sound wall that goes up there because I take the train into work. So I'm on the Mart and I actually looked one day and I saw people, their personal belongings, like stuck up mm -hmm. in the sound wall going up to Buck, like past Lindbergh, going to Buckhead. Like it's everywhere. Well, you have to understand also there's different types of homelessness Come where there are different types of um, 
epidemic okay. or drug epidemic gotcha. issue. So in the city, you know, we have a big, um, we'll say crack, yes, stuff like that. Yeah, I think certain minorities or certain races deal with certain type. Only deal with I don't want to say only. Okay. Um, black people are normally with crack mm -hmm. or with um, weed. Right. Then you go up to a little further up. And you have the meth and meth. the ice issue. Yes, yes. So when you have that, there may be a more um, lenient way to deal with things mm. where it's seen more as a rehabilitation than a justification. Okay. So if, but, 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 I will say now we have started what they have a, um, a where they're trying to help you, where if you do have an issue, They'll try to send you to um, rehab. Okay. So, and that's one good thing that's happening right now okay. with the courts. Okay. And I'm happy for that. Okay. But there is a big disparity when you talk about services on both ends, you know. And like you said earlier, where did all those people go? Yeah. Think about even in January and when the Super Bowl came, right, you had an enormous amount of people downtown. Yeah. Where did they go? I have no idea. I have no idea. So, you know. Would they bust out and then... Or put somewhere temporarily, and then, I, you know you, what? You know the, the rumor. <laughs> Come on, is that they were bust out? Okay, and they were sent to different counties. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, but you send them back to where they're supposed to come from. But then the people already have an issue there. So, yeah. what do you do? You send them back. Yeah. So now they, the people who you're sending back, the homeless folks, they're in a catch twenty two. Yeah, they are. They're already homeless, mm -hmm. but now you got somebody who's angry with you for coming back to where you actually originally from, mm -hmm. and now you're back here in the city. So what do you do? Yeah. So you have to find a place until this big event is over to stay. Like I said, when I went down to as we call it Tent City, it was an amazing amount of people right. there, and right. then that was right before the January term. But then when I went back down there. It was like Ghost City, just mm -hmm. like Peach, Bean, mm -hmm. Peach Tree and Pie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now, where exactly is Tent City for those that are listening? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, Tent City is if you know where the intersection is between 20, uh, 75, 85. Mm -hmm. If you anywhere downtown, the city junction, when it slows down, you'll see the Capitol sitting over there. You will see mm -hmm. the big Delta sign mm -hmm. and the IBEW. Yeah, right under there is where Tent City yes, is. Yes, it is. So yeah. walking under there. You'll, you will find, even I just passed now, I saw at least 50 tents out there. Not only under there, but down by the railroad on that side. And um, to walk under there, you have everything that, you have to remember, they have no bathrooms. Right, right. They have no type of nothing. shower or anything yeah, like nothing. that. Now, one good thing about that is that Gateway is right over there. Gateway houses about 300 beds. That's okay. a shelter. Yeah. And they do but do what they can do. Mm -hmm. But you know, again, it's an overflow. We have yeah. a mass amount of people. They can only do what they can do. Mm -hmm. So Can we can we have another shelter open or that's not a good look for the city? I think it we can have another shelter open in my opinion, but I think that it would be better slated a little further out. Mm -hmm. On the outskirts of the city, okay. because one, if you think about this, if you put the people out, let's say, out of their normal area, mm -hmm. if I bring you into the country, mm -hmm. like when they used to send me to the country when I was in the summertime, mm -hmm. you have a pers different perspective on life. Yeah. So now you can breathe the air, you can relax. There's no hustle and bustle, no cars running by. Mm -hmm. You can bring your guard down. 
and then I can also teach you a skill. Okay. So, you know, okay. if I can teach you how to do aquaponics, or I can teach you how to um, learn how to be a plumber, mm. apprentice, mm. or, you know, because we have tons of people who are retired who are willing to come out and teach. Mm. So I can't teach you to test, but we can teach you how to be an apprentice. Or right. we can teach you basis, basic skills in order to get you to where you need to be, right. to get into where you might want right, to be. Right, right, yes. right. When you say, um, you know, possibly outside of the city, then that's a whole nother conversation. It is. Because it is. now it's like, are you going to send them to Southwest Atlanta? Are you going to send, <laughs> are you going to send them South? Are you going to send them North? Like, like Alpharetta? Are you going to send them to Swanee? Or are you going to send them East or West? Like, so now it's a whole, it is. because then I think it's a certain amount of miles away from the nucleus of Atlanta. Right, right, right. To, to make those accommodations, just to make sure that people feel like, Ooh, I, why are you bringing them to my neighborhood now? But you think about it, anywhere you put somebody, yeah. anywhere you put one of these sites, it's going to be an issue. It's going to be. Somebody, even if you're yeah. out in rural Georgia, right. you got a guy maybe 30 miles down, hey, why are you putting those no good people here? And that's what they, that's what, yeah. you know. So it's like, everyone has to give up a little bit of comfort in order to help as much as possible. Wow, that's good. You know, you think about it, it's like, okay, I'll see my brother on the side of the street. Mm -hmm. Do I stop because, you know, and give him something, even though it's convenient for me, mm -hmm. inconvenient for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it may take out two minutes of my time. Mm -hmm. That's two minutes. Yeah. So it inconveniences me two minutes in order to give this guy some food or something like that or give him a dollar or give him some water. Right. But if we all took two minutes out of our and inconvenienced ourselves, mm -hmm. we can do a lot. Yeah, we could. Our community together, and that's why I always say, Community is what can stop this thing. Mm. I do believe that. I mm. think that, you know, we have so much money in mm. our community. Mm. I mean, literally, think about it. Atlanta has a lot of millionaires. Yeah. And even people who aren't millionaires, if you gave $5, okay, mm. if we one community gave $5, we can even open up a shelter or feed people without going to other people mm. looking for them to feed you. Right, right. I just think it's time we start looking for other people to start solving and, and, and that's true. And I think for the most part, people want to help, right? They do. People want to help, people want to give, but people will not be offended and they're not going to be insulted. So what's happening is there's a different, there's a sl slow emergence of a different mindset right. for some mm -hmm. within the homeless community that when you give a dollar, they got, they'll tell you, I'm going to need five. I'm going to need five. Because I can't do nothing with that dollar. Right. And tell you to keep that dollar. Right. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> there was a time that as a female, you drive and you could roll your window down and you could extend maybe some food, mm -hmm. some money. Now, we're not really sure right. the vibe or the energy that person is on. It could be violent now. Exactly. You, so now now we are sitting like, some of us are like, man, I'm not giving you anything because, right. first of all, I worked to get this. Real talk. I worked to get this, and I'm sharing this with you mm -hmm. because you're my brother. You're my sister. Mm -hmm. We look alike. It's unfortunate. I don't know what your situation is. Right. It's not a judgment thing. I just want to extend a hand. And you slapping my hand? Man, listen, we we, we rolling. We're not, we're not going to do it. So I feel like... I don't, I don't know at what part or how can we help 
continue to help those that want the help versus those that are like, I'm starting to understand that this is a racket. It is. You, this is a business. A, a lot of people have realized that a lot of homeless people are up on it. Yeah. You know, and a lot of them use your, they use sympathy in order to gain the system. That, mm. You know, but you have to think about it. They're in survival mode. Okay. So <clears throat> survival mode means whatever I have to do to survive for the day or tomorrow. Because most people only look at right now mm -hmm. when you're home. Well, most of the homeless only look at right now because you think about it, they're living for the now. Mm -hmm. And I do think when you talk about us giving, you have to be careful because mm -hmm. you don't know what people are on. Mm -hmm. A lot of them, I met this guy yesterday. I was like, hey, I have some free services over here for mm -hmm. you, even mm -hmm. behavior services that are there and we can help you. Right. He's like, well, I'm schizophrenic and I have, I'm on medication and I don't think you will want to talk to me right now. I was like, I can help you if you want to be helped. And he's like, well, I'll come back. And I understand that. Mm -hmm. He wasn't ready. And okay. I think people come when they are ready. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, are you, Osborne, have you noticed a difference in the in the types of homeless people that you've encountered in the past six, six or seven years? And I say that to say, maybe, and it could be ignorance, I don't know. When we think when we think homelessness, we think they were displaced. Could have been a fire, like no insurance, no means to get back where they were. Loss of job, something, right. change in life, right? Divorce, this domestic situation. Like I had to leave. I didn't have anything. Some instances, runaway. Right. Like you know, listen, you know, people coming out with their sexuality. I can't stay there. I run away. So there were different cadences yes. or attributes that led into why people were homeless. So I felt that was a time then. Now it sounds like we have we still have those variables mm -hmm. in conjunction with mental illness now, right? right? right. Severe use of drugs, like mm -hmm. different types of drugs. Yeah, it used to be crack, now it's meth and all this yes. other stuff. And different things in this. Trafficking, there's so many other different things now that are part of the homeless community. That it's 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 it is an overwhelming experience. It can be. It right? can be. It can be. And you're right. There are different levels, different types of homelessness. Right. You have the people who are couch jumpers. Mm. You know, um, let me sleep on your couch. You know, my girlfriend kicked me out. Okay. But it's not really. I've just been. I don't have a place to stay. Okay. You have the student who is homeless mm. who stays in the dorms or they sleep behind the dorms. Wow. Or they go. Um, it's one case where the kids were actually downtown behind the, it was over by the rail, they had a tent. Mm. They were still going to school every day. Wow, yeah. So yeah. I was trying to get with Marta and see if I can get them bus passes, but I just ended up giving them bus passes myself. Wow. Then you have, you know, other people where the wife has been abused. Yes. And her and the kids are kicked out. Mm -hmm. But she's still taking the kids to school. Every day. Every day. Man, and yes. they're sleeping out of the car. Yeah. And that's another, that's what, you know, you have this, I guess you call it the hidden homeless. Right, right. So those folks aren't counted when you talk about the actual count. I got you. Okay, yes. okay. So And that's unique. It is, it is. Because they're functioning. Right. They're functioning within their homelessness exactly. situation. Exactly. They're functioning. And it's just like a, just a matter of like, it's almost like they're just one step away from getting fully back on their feet. Like exactly. if they could just get that one break mm -hmm. where maybe it's a consistent paycheck or because one can't happen without the other there. sometimes. Right. right. I want to give you a job. But what's your address? Right. And you, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, how do I 
How do I do that? And then for in, in, in those examples that you shared, a lot of people continue to live life for normalcy, mm-hmm. right? Just to know that I'm not out of the game, right? Right, because I still got it. My kids still need an education. Right. They'll get meals there. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll deal with the night when I pick them up. But at least they can still have some sense of a normal, right. yeah, a normal mm-hmm. pattern. Me going to work, even though we live in the car, still I feel like I'm providing. I'm doing something. I'm using my skill. Exactly. And, and the kid, the, the college kid that's going to school. So those are. Like it's I don't want to say functioning addicts, but they're functioning well, they're people. Functioning people. They're right. functioning in the in the midst of all of that. And you have to think it's almost like therapy. Yeah, it is. You know, so I have to keep doing this in order to keep myself normal. Yeah. What is called normal. Right. So for the kids, they think we're camping out in the car mm. or in the van. Yeah. So but we're still going to school and keeping everything yeah. else normal as mm. for the kid that's going to college. You don't know where I'm sleeping at, mm-hmm. but I'm still keeping a normal life. That's all you see on the outside. Right. You know, the wife that may have gotten abused or the husband, that, you know, may have gotten abused. Yeah, also. yeah, men are you getting know, abused, unfortunately, know, right? too. You know, yeah, it's you happening. Got, you got the big mamas out there to be beating hands <laughs> out, too. So. <laughs> you know, this big mamas. They just I got something in their hand. Mama. They just I mean, got something like, in their hand and just being abusive. Hitting the brother in the head or something. You, you know? know? Men, you know, it is. But you have, again, you have those people who have to keep up the normal side mm-hmm. in order to keep them together. Yeah. So I'll be in my car, but everything else is, you know, the same way. Mm-hmm. I might've got kicked out of the house, but everything else is still mm-hmm. normal. So mm-hmm. if I can just keep that paycheck, like you said, yeah. I can finally go get me a place to stay. Yeah. So it all works out. It, it, all works it, out. it, it one hand washes the other in some mm-hmm. kind of regard. Um, is it from what you've experienced? Uh, is it more, Men that are homeless versus women, or the percentages are about the same, roughly, in in your experience and what you've seen? Honestly, I'm going to have to say, in my, when you look at the numbers, Mm -hmm. I always think about, well, who's taking the numbers? Okay. So, (laughs) you know, so. Where's the data actually coming from? from? Yeah. Because I remember I had this conversation, I was like, well, you know, I just ran across 300 people who were homeless downtown. They were like, well, you've got to be joking. I was like, well, Am I joking or you haven't been down there? Okay, now. So, but in my experiences, as I pass out my supplies, we have them separated as a men, women, and family packs. Okay. I give out more women hygiene packs than I do anything. Really? Yes. We gave out under Tent City um, 600 hygiene packs. Are you serious? Yes. Over uh, Over a year or during, what was that At period? that time, that was one, that, that was at one time at that one point. So Are you serious? Now, I'm going to say that we, now there may have been, we some, at some points we give two, Ooh. we'll give two because it's a week's worth. Yes. So we may give two. So I would say at least, you know, if I'm giving two, I didn't give two to everybody, mm-hmm. but it was a lot. So I would say it's more women. It has really? to be more women because you got not only the women, but you have the girls that are out Young there too. ladies too, yes. young women. Yes. Oh, man. And so they have to be, you know, we're trying to make things normal, give them as much as possible. Right. Because it's really important because even, you think about this lady I have on my um, Instagram, she was saying that being homeless and not able to bathe and not able to have um, sanitary kits, it's ugly. You know, and that touched me. It hurt me because I'm like, I got to find something. Yeah. We got to get a shower system for these folks so that they can actually start taking wow. showers. 
you know, so, but one place I'm have to say, Hope for Soap, they do a lot. Okay. They do a lot, and that's one thing that we're working on, a mobile shower. Mm. So if we can get a mobile shower, I can take it down yeah. there and just, you know, warm water. Yeah, yeah. It's important, you know. Yes, it is. So, yeah, we can get that, and I think that would help out a lot, as much as possible. I know yeah. I can't, you know, we can't eradicate homelessness in Atlanta by myself, but I know, I mean, and when I say myself, I'm talking about my team, yeah. you know, um, but I'm just trying to make a big enough dent that we can help out. Mm. And you're a nonprofit? Yes, yes. Mm. Thank God. You know. Thank <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people say they are, but, you know, yeah. but yeah, we actually are. Yes. Yeah. Which is, which was important because a lot of folks say that they are and then they look you up and they're like well you aren't and then they'll say well um i'm working on it yeah but i don't like to come to anybody with half no nope. no nope. half bait no nope. so nope. if you nope. ever do give or donate know that everything is under the 501c3 tell them the name of your company my name your nonprofit. Uh, the name of the nonprofit is kalelu's Community charities. Okay. And again, we are a 501c. Mm -hmm. And um, we basically serve the metro Atlanta area. Okay. Um, if they're, and we don't turn anyone down. Mm. Never have I turned anyone down. Really? Yes, I can't do that. It would just, I, I couldn't go to bed at night if I turned anyone down who needed help. So it has become a mission. It is a mission. Yes. You're doing generational work, legacy work. Here. Legacy work. Thank you. Legacy. I'm going to use that now. I want you to know. Absolutely. <laughs> Feel free to borrow, borrow that anytime. That's legacy work. Legacy because work, yes. Because if you are so compassionate about it, yeah, you, this is really big. And I had no idea. I just thought, well, he's a nice guy. He's probably out. He goes out. He does what he can in the little community areas. Man, you're touching a lot of people. I have to say that I'm thankful for the partnerships that I've gotten mm -hmm. to know. Mm -hmm. um, even the political partnerships that I've right, had, you right. know, they've helped out a lot. When you, you, in order to, this thing is so big, you have, you can't do it by yourself. You, by yourself. you know, uh, it, you just cannot do it by yourself. And you have to have people like yourself who are helping me put the word out. Yes. You have to have government officials who are helping writing the legislation that will help you mm. to help them. Yes. You know, and, you know, especially when it comes to mental health, you don't want to put somebody in jail who has a mental issue, yeah. on drugs or something like yeah. that because of the drugs that you've given him. Mm -hmm. Now he's schizophrenic. So you can't put him in gen pop. You have to put him into a certain, a special area. So it's like all of that works hand in hand together. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, again, I'm super thankful for those partnerships. Yeah, they've been incredible. They have been. And you've done the work as it relates to Osborne reaching out to people or have people been finding you and saying, I see you're doing some great work. I want to partner. I want to align. How's that been working for you? You know, I'm going to say He's that. He's smiling like really <laughs> big. Like, I don't. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say that I have people reaching out now. Okay, now. And at first, at first it was difficult because again, no one knows Nobody who you are. Nobody knows who you are. And then it's a question of why are you doing this? Are you trying to do gain for yourself? Yes. Or you must be running for some office or something right, like that. Right. It's like all I'm trying to do is help. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, yeah. that's all I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if someone needs food, that's what I'm trying to do. Right. You know, and um, but the partnerships um, in DeKalb County has really picked up a lot. Um, this one DICF is DeKalb Initiative for Children and Families. Okay. They are a part of um, 
human trafficking also. Mm. They fight that, so which is a part of people who are um, at-risk individuals yes. that we help. Mm -hmm. So the partnership there has worked out well. Um, you also have um, Atlanta Recovery, which I said earlier. It's just a lot of people who are helping, mm -hmm. which, again, I'm thankful for. Because mm -hmm. I can't do dental kits, you yeah. know, or I can't do help you with your mental issues or behavioral right. services right. that are needed. So I reach out to folks, and they're more than happy to help. Now, today is, like I said at the beginning of the conversation, it is Easter Sunday. And typically, when holidays come around, that's when people want to give back the yes. most, right? Mm -hmm. So you got the Thanksgiving buzz, and there's Christmas, and there's Mother's Day, and there's, you know, and there's Easter. And typically, Easter is we tend to reach out to the homeless community. Yes. We give them haircuts. We do the ladies' hair. We give them kits. We give them food. And then as the sun sets, Right. Those resources are gone and you don't see them right. for another year. Right. Go back into normalcy. Right? Go back to normalcy. Yes. So you are here today, which I appreciate that because today could have been one of your busiest days. But yesterday was yesterday. a busy day for you. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yesterday. Yesterday was insane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows about Atlanta weather, you know, it changes on the time. It was nuts. Um, we had um, first... I have to say, I'm very thankful for all the work that we did and the people that came out. Okay. Um, when you talk about setup and you talk about giving folks food and you talk about the homeless, you mm -hmm. have to think about, a lot of people are weary, like, well, what are you doing over there? Mm -hmm. The homeless folks. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing? Are you going to try to get something off me? or Because mm -hmm. they don't want to give their information. Right. But we were able to hold what was called Healthcare for the Homeless Initiative. Um, this was our third one this year, and um, again, we were able to do dental screening and health screening, mm. HIV and AIDS, mm. and also, if they needed it, um, we were able to um, refer them out for behavioral services. Nice, wow. Which was very, very good. Wow. I have to say, you know, from that, we got another um, company that asked us to come to their hotel, mm -hmm. because they're more like a, um, mainstay with a, you know, temporary housing. Yeah. So they asked us to come there and they have like 70 families there that they want us to come mm. and help out and do a health services thing there too. So from there, we, our next one hopefully will be up in Gwinnett. But mm. this one was really, really special because when people came out, it was bad weather. Yeah. You know, folks don't like to come out doing bad weather. No. No one likes to come out doing bad weather. So you no. think about it, it's like it was cold, it was raining, mm. our tents were blowing away, mm. and um, but we had good food. <laughs> Hot coffee and amazing people who were serving. So, yeah. yes, yes. And where was it at? Where was it located? Wesley Chapel mm -hmm. in the Decatur area mm -hmm. and um, across the street from the um, Home Depot. Okay. And um, yeah, a, a really good, really good show. How do you determine the locations? By the need. We okay. look at how many people are over there. Um, normally, like when we did the one right before this in um, at Gannett Station, the mm -hmm. Marta Station, across uh, from the um, Greyhound Station. Mm -hmm. We'll say that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I'll say it, he won't say it. It's where Magic City is. I, it's not, I wasn't going to say he that. He wasn't going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to look at the camera and say, it's near where Magic City is. The infamous, right popular the yes. uh, Magic City. Yeah, my producer's standing up. She's like smiling at me. Yeah. So, Garnett Train, Marta Train Station. Yes, the, yes, the Greyhound is there. Yes. Magic City is there. There is a lot of um, homeless people. Because there's a ju there's a there's a um um not a juvenile center isn't there there's like a um, the jail is right a jail there. is right there that's what i'm saying jail. the jail, jail is, is right, right there. there gateway is right yeah. there yeah 
And that's where a lot of homeless people hang out. Mm -hmm. So there we saw like 300 people. Yeah, I believe you. And um, I have to say between, I am so thankful that the Wounded Warriors came out. Um, that's the group I'm affiliated with also. Okay. The Wounded Warriors, Mission Continues. They were there to help because I only thought I needed eight volunteers. Mm -mm. <laughs> My mind, I'm thinking, mm -mm. I just need eight people. And the, they're, they're called the Keys. They're a military sorority. They came out and they were so efficient. Mm. They kept the order. They kept, um, you know, directing everyone. They helped with pass the food out. Right. Everything. Because it was a couple of issues. You know, people are people. and But they nipped that in the bud. We'll call it a day. And everybody yeah. was like, oh, okay. Could you move over here? Yo, oh, that's what you want me to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what happened. Yeah. So to keep it lighthearted. Yeah, you, you know? need more volunteers, don't you? Yes. Yes, we need volunteers. I think you're just being real humble, but you need a lot. You need a lot of help. Right? We need a lot of help you because do. it's the community that, you know, we're helping. And I think that if the community comes out, then we can just help each other. Mm -hmm. We can help our own selves. Because right. Because once you think about it, if you help the homelessness in your community, you're actually helping your community because when you're taking folks off the street, you're actually getting them employed, which is bringing more revenue back into the community. Come on now. And now you're able to have these folks help other people. Mm -hmm. Now they're got, they have housing. They can buy food. And you don't have to worry about them breaking in your house, right. taking your food, or right. trying to steal your car. Right, right. Because you know, they're so making their own. They're making their own. People yeah. want to do for themselves. For the most part, for yeah. the most For the most part. For the right, most part, right. they do. I'll give you that, yes. For the most part. So that, ha that has to be screened. You have to vet those individuals out. Yes, you do. And yes. that type of thing. I see you doing more than just I, there's there is um there are several components of <laughs> there's several components of work that you're doing because it's not just feeding right. the homeless and it's not just giving them hygiene packets. There's this underlying underlying um, vibe that you have that you want to empower them. Yes, those that want to be. Those that want to be. In the sense of you know. Providing housing or leading them where they can get that housing. Right. And then you don't have a skill. Oh, maybe you need to be in a workshop or we have people to teach you a skill right. Right. and help you get, you know, the jobs. And it's a, like there's a whole program there, thing you got going on over here in your is. head. It's, we, we actually have a, a what I call an SOP. Okay. Uh, Standards Operation Procedure. Of course. That um, we are trying to... Um, put into fruition or mm. bring it out. Because you think about it, if it's steps, if I find someone on the street, I can bring them in. Yes. Even if they're not there full time, you can come in during the daytime. Mm -hmm. I can help you learn how to be an apprentice. Okay. Or, okay. you know, electrician, plumber, even, um, you know, someone who does carpentry work. Mm -hmm. We have people who have, who are hiring and we'll teach folks how to do these things. Nice. Now, that is important because, one, a lot of folks just have no hope. Right. So if you have no hope, you feel helpless, you feel overwhelmed, mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, I'm just going to be what I'm being and leave it at that. I'm not going to worry about this. Hey, I can make enough money um, doing day labor and then just live for the day, call mm -hmm. it a day. But I think that, one, like you stated, if we can... Um, the community itself start helping out with the teaching yeah. training we can retrain you think about it. our seniors are the biggest vast 
is the biggest amount of knowledge that we have. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, a lot of people like to discard them, but yeah. these guys have so much knowledge that it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. They And they're willing to teach. That's true, because they have the time. They have the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bar, you don't know what you're doing with that car. Let me help you, let me help yeah. you fix it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the muffler, that's the radiator. They know these things right off the top. Mm-hmm. Or even, you know, with the kids right now, um, there's a program that the NSA has um, that will allow them to they're looking for internships during the summer. Okay. So even if you are into cybersecurity mm-hmm. or you're into computers or stuff like that, we try to gravitate you towards, towards this. So, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. And they pay you. They give you a place to stay and pay you mm-hmm. for that. So, you know, you can either go to D.C. or you can be in Augusta. Wow. So that's one of the things that I'm working on to help prevent that. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a, um, one of the teachers to, um, the other day. And Gwinnett, and it was like, it's this percentage of kids to just drop out of the system because we know they're not going to graduate. And I was like, well, where do these kids go? Right. So they become homeless. Yeah. Like, well, we got to reach these kids, kids here yeah. before they fall out. I say, if you're identifying them in junior high school, maybe we should catch them. Right. You know, Perhaps. before they fall out. Yeah. And try to work with them. Mm. It, it's got to be something else going on other than them not wanting to be in school. Yeah. That's all. Is it just lack of interest for them? Or? I think it's a lack of leadership. Okay. Let me back up. Let me say this. I think it's a lack of, um, a lot of the boys that I see don't have fathers. Okay. So if you don't have mentorship there, mm-hmm. then of course all you're going to do is just do what your friends are doing yeah. or not doing anything. Right, right. They had this experiment in Africa where these young elephants were running wild, mm-hmm. just tearing up stuff which they shouldn't have been. And then mm-hmm. they brought some older elephants in. And then the elephants, the young elephants calmed down mm. because the older elephants were there to guide them and tell them what, and show them yeah. what they needed to do. And I think it's the same thing. We mm. have a lot of men out there that are trying to mentor, but they don't know, you know, where to go, how to reach the kids. And I think that's a problem because I'm trying to figure out how to reach them. Yeah. You know, okay. how to find them. So, Do you think if you had younger people in your team, that might help? Of course. Um, just kind of bridge again. to each other, you know, millennials or millennials. Mm. And even, even, you know little younger than millennials and stuff like that, you know, but I, I don't like putting labels on right. people because that's what everyone does. Right. But of course, um, generations can speak to the same generation easier than I can go and say, hey, you know, you're doing this wrong or maybe you want to try this. And, you know, it sounds better coming from like me telling you something mm-hmm. will sound better than a kid telling you, saying, what does kid know? Right. You know, right. Right. But yeah, I do believe that young people, um, if I had more young kids, younger people mm-hmm. that they can help with the issue yeah facilitate mm-hmm. that yes hmm. do we he's laughing do we i you know i don't know because i know you're gonna you're gonna smile at me when i ask the question but i gotta ask oh, the question <laughs> it's not it's not let's that do it. bad let's just, do it. let's just get on Straight out of here no chaser, does right? the does the city have um some projects in place to help homeless people as far as you know as far as I know, the biggest thing that I've seen is that Mayor Bottoms has the um, projected, from what I understand, um, $1 billion for um, housing and low income. Okay. I've seen that. Read that, rather. Okay. Um, that's what I've seen. Okay. Atlanta Mission is one of the biggest um, supporters of the homeless. Yes. Um, but when you go a little further out, you don't have 
that type of support. No. And that's why I think that's why I'm out. I do Metro Atlanta a lot. Okay. Because you have to think about it. I think we have maybe one homeless shelter, if any, in DeKalb County. Mm. It's no fault of DeKalb County. Right. It's just a point where, you know, this wave of homelessness has just come really... It's come out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It's come so, out of nowhere. again, that's why I think that if we all just look at it, you know, and just try to help out mm -hmm. where we can. Not mm -hmm. saying, and I don't, I don't want anybody going out and, like you said, a, especially a, a female to approach someone if they don't feel comfortable mm -hmm. about it because you don't know what's happening with that person. Yeah. You have to be super careful also. Yeah, Not okay. saying that they're, but, you know, you still have to be careful. Yeah. And you, you should link up with an organization. Yes. Because you have a lot of people doing a lot of stuff, yeah. but a lot of people aren't doing the same thing, you know. And, and we'll leave it at that. Okay. You know, so... Yeah, because we talked about it during the green room um, opportunity or room before we started. But because there was a time like people could just load up their cars. Right. Right. At Thanksgiving, you get the call. Mm -hmm. Michelle, we're going to load up. We're going to serve the homeless. Yes. Okay. I'm down. I'm in. Somebody's cooking the food. We're cooking. They got the sides, the styrofoam boxes. We go to a space not far from Pine or Peachtree right. or... Under uh, the the uh, interstate, yes. right? There's always people kind of just kind of give some out. They say thank you, go on your way. Well, that's what we're doing. Um, people wanted to set stuff up in the parks, right? right? The whole man Eastern. We're going to help Mother's Day, especially mm -hmm. go do different kinds of things. Now we can't do that, right? We need permits to be in the park to you feed people. Is that what's what's going on with that? Why is it that? Is it that um, by us coming to help, we're not really helping because we're causing more of a flex? I, he's smiling. Well, what? you know, let me say this. You know, <laughs> what's, what's going on? I think that when you talk about when you talk about feeding the homeless, okay, and you talk about things that other people may not be doing, okay. it may be sore a sore spot. All right. So when I put in a um, a situation where it might make it a little difficult for you to do what you're doing. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that people aren't the government. Let me say, I'm not saying the city isn't doing anything. Mm -hmm. Because, again, I do believe they're doing a lot. Okay. But when you have to, um, you have to look at different parameters. Um, because, one, think about this. If you feed somebody, then you're responsible for if they get sick. True. Okay. And then if they get sick, then... Who's responsible? Who's responsible for? Got gotcha. you. So I can understand limiting that. Okay. You know um, that makes sense. The the permit, I don't know. Okay. No, I, okay. I, I don't know what the real reasoning was behind that. I just know that it's become a thing around the country. And at one mm. point, I thought it was a um, war on the homeless. But I just do whatever, whatever I can do. Okay. You know, so I whatever I try to make sure I stay within okay. the guidelines, right. So that it won't be an issue, right? So it's like. You think about if you tell me I have to come on your show with a coat or, you know, with hard shoes on and mm -hmm. I come in with flip flops on and a beach shirt, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I can still can I still come on the show? Mm. No. I mean, you mm. come on, but I'm gonna give you a hard time about it. You know, so <laughs> but she didn't tell me to come on with a coat. Yeah, yeah. There's no dress. So dress but code, yeah. um I think that if if the City says you have to do something. Let's try to work with what they say. Okay. Stay within the guidelines because you don't want any problems. Right. In the future. So I stay within the guidelines and I do a lot 
within the guidelines. Mm. So it's easy to go get, but even with a business permit, what I just found out is if you are a, um, I think it's the guy told me if you are a homeless vet, not a homeless vet, if you are a uh, veteran disabled vet, you can get your license for free. I haven't verified that yet. So if you're doing um, your business license, which I already have a business license right, anyway. Right, right. So, you know, just get the license, $75, mm-hmm. feed the people. If you have to take up a community um, donation for yeah, $75. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, if your organization, you have an organization, you can get $75 mm-hmm. selling uh, bottles. That's what I used to do when I was small, selling bottles. So Bottles of water? Bottles of, you know, it used to be five cents on the bottle. Oh. You take it back to the grocery store. Oh. Yeah, I don't even think they can do that anymore. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I'm no, showing my no, age, no, but yeah. it is what it is. Just a know. teens. Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to sell bottles, you know, <laughs> and get the food and stuff and buy stuff for folks and then, you know. When you were a kid. Yes, yes. So you've been, like I said, legacy. You've been doing yeah. this all your life. But then, you know, I buy me some Boston baked beans. Folks don't know what that is. Yeah, know, I do. Okay. Boston. That and Lemonheads. <laughs> lemonheads, yeah. You know, so that was my treat. So if I get $5 from the bottles, then I buy me some Boston baked beans. For, for 10 nickel. cents. Nickel or 10 cents, mm-hmm. right? And so, and a pop. And then the rest of the money, I go buy some food and stuff for the homeless. So it's always... Something that can be done, even in the smallest amount. And, you know, we just have to keep doing that. Yeah. Have you ever been discouraged in in doing what you do? Have you ever said, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore? Every day. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought it was just me. No, oh my God, overwhelming, because we have a community closet. And I'm very thankful that folks have started reaching out Mm -hmm. and giving. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay. I've got way too many clothes. <laughs> mm. So then not only because before, um, I think because I was on IG and I put down, I was washing clothes right. for the homeless. And I didn't know it was $8.79 a load. Wow. And I had like 10 loads, right? Yeah. So plus that was just a wash. Yeah. And we're not talking about dry. dry. So <laughs> mm. like, okay, this is a little more than I thought. Yeah. But at the end, you have to know within yourself that this is what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And if I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing, you take solace in that. Okay. And I'm calm and wow. relaxed. And then you have good people who are mm-hmm. helping you to bring yourself back down. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm not going to lie. Yesterday seemed like, I was like, where's everybody? Oh, my God. And it's raining. And the folks are going to be, you know. Yeah. But I had heaters in there. Everyone was comfortable. And that was the biggest thing because I don't want anybody cold. Especially the people who are helping me. Yeah. Because, and, and I think even when doing production, you know, you're always going to feel overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you have to be. Because if you're not, you're the person that's got to make, that everyone's looking at if something goes yeah. wrong. Yeah. It's your baby. Even when you're giving, like, um, a dinner. Yeah. Like when, I never eat when I give a dinner. Yeah. Because I'm running around trying yeah. to make sure everyone's yeah. eating, everyone's yeah. entertained, yeah. everyone's taken care of. Yeah. It's always You may eat hours later. Yes. Maybe. Because then you have to come down off that high. You do. Because then you do. you're always debriefing and figuring out what went right, what went wrong, how to change. Just you kind of, and then it's just the congratulations or the comments. And it's, it's, you don't kind of wind down until like hours later. You don't. And you, you know. don't have time to coddle or babysit people in that moment. Yeah. You have to have, you know, efficient people mm-hmm. with you in order to know that. Hey, they're confident enough in their job, mm-hmm. and they have to know that what you're doing 
is the overscope of everything. Mm -hmm. So if I need you to run a camera, I just need you to run a camera. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't need you to bring your friend and they're like, oh, what are we doing? I understand. Hey, I'll accommodate you. But, you know, yeah. let me do this. I'll talk to you. Mm -hmm. Just give me a second. Yeah, yeah. You want to do this interview? Just give me a second. Yeah. I promise. Mm -hmm. What does your team consist of? How many people well, help you to do what you do? Let's say this. I have a team of consistent people, three. Okay. Now, when we talk about volunteering, that's when everyone else comes out. Mm -hmm. Like, um, my one person that's always there is, um, his name is, um, <laughs> he's going to kill me, Kareem. Okay. He's with Mission Continues also. Okay. Him and his wife. Um, also, you have Karen, um, Karen Jordan. She's always there writing up stuff for mm -hmm. me also. Mm -hmm. And currently, Julia, who is my wife, she does stuff for me also. She tries to keep things going. Nice. So... We have those, oh, and, 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 um, a DeKalb Initiative for Children and Families, Miss mm -hmm. um, Sanders, she okay. writes up a lot of stuff for me also. Okay. Um, her and Johnny, they're really good, mm -hmm. really good. So you have a small core which brings out Which more. is strong. That's yes. a strong group. And because when you do that, then the Wounded Warriors come out, which is with Patrick, and then you have the Mission Continues, which is with, um, which is with Kimia, and then you have the Keys, who is with Kimia also, and it just branches so out. So you have layers of different yes. people yes. helping mm -hmm. when you guys do things. So yes. you, it's never really just the three or four of you guys. No, no. It's no. more than that. Mm -hmm. So you're not in this by yourself. No, no. Partnership, again, is very important, which mm -hmm. I'm very, again, thankful for because, again, I can't do this by myself. No, you can't. I, might, I thought I could at first, mm -hmm. but then after feeling like, you know, I'm just. You, because at one point I felt like it was just way too much. Yeah. And I wanted to just walk away from Just everything. feeding people yes. is a lot. It's a lot. It Just to be able to put food together to feed X amount of people is a lot. Yes. Because it's the right food yes. to put in there, to package it, to bring enough, to have the transportation and the mechanism to get it there. Yes. Then the people you need with you to serve the people. And then just to deal with the interaction, because mm -hmm. some are going to be very emotionally thankful, yeah. and then some are going to be angry, or some are going to want more, and you don't have it. So it's all these different things that go into it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. The guy was like, I stood in line for this. I said, yeah, barbecue <laughs> chicken. He's like, man, you ain't got no ribs? I was like, I'm sorry, bro. I didn't have ribs. Ah, oh. another guy said, I'll take it. And left with it. And it was like, yeah. but you know, you're right. Even yeah. with the guy with the blue shoes, we were giving out, they were new sneakers. He was like, you don't have this in blue? I was like, not today. He was like, oh man, I don't want this. And so somebody else took them. But where somebody else doesn't want something, somebody else will yeah, take it. Yeah. So again, overwhelming. Yes. Crazy feelings. Yes. 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 Wanted to walk away. Yes. Yeah. All of that is always there. I'm, believe me, if it was not for the team and the reassurance from some of the people that I have. Right. I mean, honestly, it's it's very big, just like I'm sure you go through the same mm. thing because this is not easy. Mm. This is not and easy. this is a piece of what the brand does, right? Yes. So there's a community service piece and the mentoring, and there's a whole bunch of other things that we do too. But yes, this, this is just a piece. Here I just get a chance to cheese <laughs> and just, you know, have a minute to you know, do this, but there's so many other components. And yeah, oftentimes um, you think about it and you're saying, 
where I'm crazy. What am I doing right, this for? Right, it's exactly not, right. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Right. Nobody really appreciates this. I'm using my own resources to to make this happen. Resources, and, right? And I'm just like, man, I could have been home today. I'm out here doing this, and then what happens is you get just that one. Because mm-hmm. I always say, if you touched one, you've touched a thousand. You have. And sometimes you just get that one, and I'm sure I was born. In yesterday, despite everything that was going on, there was one person, it, it was probably more than that, but there was at least one person that really appreciated your organization being out there. You're right. It's one guy, he, I just saw him walking by and I brought, asked him to come over. He's like, man, somebody just took everything I had. And hmm. so I was like, well, come on in. Let's look at you. Let's help you out. So we helped him, you know, with his teeth and everything. Right. And um, they gave him a referral to come down, you know, and help him out with his teeth. And we also gave him another bag, which had supplies in it for a week. Mm-hmm. So we can't give him a place, you know, replace all his stuff. Right. Or his things. But, you know, just to help out for that week. And if he needs more, he has my number. Mm. So I try to help where I can. Yeah. And we gave him a coat also. He said, oh, my God, I'm so thankful for the yeah, coat. Yeah. I really needed the coat, even though he has really longer arms than I thought, mm-hmm. but he was happy for the coat. He was happy for that. Yes, yeah. very happy for the coat. What do, you, what do you need? How can people help you, like the average Joe, average citizens? How can average people just help? How can? What do you need? How can we help you? Well, I have found out that in order to run an organization, a community charity, you need donations. Mm. Donations are and are very important because food, even though a lot of stuff is donated, a lot of the time you have to pay people. Yeah. Um, gas, you have storage, you have, and a lot of times you have to buy these things also. Mm-hmm. So, you know, donations, even $5, $6, whatever, is fine. Yeah. We And what brought me to, to that is that um, someone said, I can give you money, but I don't, how do you do it? And I was like, well, we have cash app. I didn't even think about Cash App at first. I was like, is anybody doing Cash App? <laughs> I'd never even heard of Cash App. Yeah. A millennial told me about Cash App. I was like, what's Cash App? Ain't nobody PayPaling no more. I know, right? It was like, or nobody's actually pulling out plastic cards doing and doing yeah. square and nobody's doing, doing that. that. No. We're doing Cash App. Yeah. Like, I can Cash App. You know, like, like right now. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, so Cash App is the easiest thing yeah. to do right okay. now. So we have that. If you look on our Facebook page, um, you'll see the amount of work that we're doing, and you'll see the Cash App app out there as mm-hmm. Kaleidos Charities. Okay. And um, donations are always um, tax deductible. Yes. So, yes. Yes. We appreciate that. Now, do you guys have a schedule of where you're going to be? Like, how often, how can people find you out in the streets and doing what you're doing? Do you have, like, a calendar? Or? We are putting together a calendar. Mm-hmm. Normally, we go out at least twice a month. Okay. To do servicing, either feeding or we're doing healthcare. Okay. Um, what we're doing now is actually putting together a calendar and um, listing it up mm-hmm. so that people will know where we are. Because again, we've had requests from Gwinnett, from Henry County, um, a lot of different counties doing the South and Conyers to come mm-hmm. out and do these healthcare events, which mm-hmm. I didn't know people were actually looking for that. Yeah. So if we can put those together, that's why we're putting the calendar together, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And um, so everyone will know. No. And also, if you, again, look on Facebook, you can always know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Is the healthcare just for homeless people or can anyone attend? I wouldn't healthcare? turn anyone down. Healthcare so screening? if okay. you need help 
and we're there, we'll get it to come you. Come through, yeah. Yeah, come through, please, because it's like this. If you, if I see you and you're hungry, I have to feed you. If you are bleeding or you are, you know, you need something, you're t anything, I have to feed you. If I have the resources, right, I yeah, cannot yeah. just say, mm -hmm. no, I can't help you come back tomorrow. I couldn't okay. sleep like that. Okay. So uh, anyone comes out, they can get served. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be out in the streets next month for May? Oh, Wait, Was yes. this April? We yeah. are. We are. It seems like you're doing stuff every week. <laughs> it does seem yeah, like that. Yeah, because you... We, we are out. I, when I say scheduled, yes. But we are out every weekend. Every weekend yeah, you're out. We are out there. Feeding folks mm -hmm. or providing the packages yes. or something, combination of the both? Yes. We, on average, we feed like 200 people every weekend or every other weekend, or especially when we do the healthcare thing. It's, it's, we all, we're always feeding because wow. that's a big need. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And in doing that, are you in the same vicinity every weekend when you're no. feeding too? We, well, what I try to do is hit different spots, either a hit over in DeKalb or a hit downtown in Atlanta okay. at Hurt Park or Hurt Park and we go to the Gwinnett Center over there. Gannett, excuse me. Oh. Garnett. Oh, Garnett. Marta Station. Garnett. Yeah, Garnett. Yeah. Garnett. Garnett. <laughs> Next to the Greyhound. Yeah. Yes, to the and Magic City. And Magic City. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a yes. busy that's a busy area it's very busy because again right adjacent to that is tent city yes it is yes so we go over there give them the supplies we have supplies we got to give out we were just granted thank god um from mission continues um t-shirts shoes underwear um and more healthcare um kits mm -hmm. um we were just approved from united way for their shoebox program. So they're giving us shoeboxes also with um, hygiene kits in there also. Nice. So we're going to pick those up to give out. So again, that goes back to the partnerships. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that because a lot of people need shoes. We had a shoe drive also, mm -hmm. which we gave, um, I think it was 300 pairs of shoes out. And they were new mm -hmm. and I like to say slightly used yes, sneakers. Yes, yes. I say, please don't give me something that you wouldn't wear anymore. Right, right, you know, right. And you're not going to see too many um, homeless people walking around in high heels. So it's like sneakers would do better. Yes. And yes, I'm not turning yes. them away. Yeah, but, but you know, better. sneakers yeah. are better. Flat shoes yes. and sneakers and yes. that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, so what's what's next for you guys? So you're gonna you feed people every weekend in different uh, locations. People can find you where? Primarily on Facebook? Primarily on Facebook. And we also have our website, which is kalelus.org. And I'll spell it. Because Please. most people are like, what is you say with ease. Yeah. Does it have a meaning? Kalelus mean? means promised land. Hmm. That's what this was called before. The, the, this is what this was called. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> promised land. Yes. Promised land. Mm. So, you know, C-A-L-A-L-U-S. Okay. Most folks think it's calculus. But it's Kalelos. Kalelos. Yes. Website. Or Cibolas, uh, which is Spanish. So, yeah. And okay. the website is, that's the website. Okay. Right. org, Or you can find us on Facebook mm -hmm. at Kalelos Charities or IG, Instagram, excuse me, at Kalelos Cares or Twitter at Kalelos Cares. You're everywhere. I'm trying to be. You're as everywhere. much as possible. You're everywhere. Doing, doing everything. When are you going to stop doing this? Never. Never. <laughs> Never. Never. I, I don't think it's... Uh, whoops. It's okay. Hey.
He's trying to get in on it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I don't think we're going to. I, I don't. I don't see any time that we're going to stop because one, the need is always there. I'm actually trying to do something spread out in D.C. and in um, Jacksonville mm. also. Mm. Um, we have um, a great need there. We have people who are willing to start up. So we're trying to branch out and have the three-quarter thing. Yeah. So if we can do it in D.C., do it here and in Jacksonville. And then once we do that, we help. We can start getting the people who are on their feet to start going back and showing the other folks there how to you do go. it. There so you go. We're teaching everybody. Yeah, I teach people how to fish. That's right. Yeah. So, you know. Instead of just giving there. them the fish, you yeah. got to teach them how to fish. So they might want, you know, salt or they may have, you know, a, um, they might want Cajun on it. Or yeah. they might want, you know, with Lowry's or something. Yeah. So we do it a different, I give you the basic plan, but, you know, if you want to spice it up a little bit or you want to change it up a little bit, but you're still staying within the plan, mm -hmm. you know, you can do that. Yeah. So um, I think that we can really move this thing to start mm -hmm. helping people in different cities, different states, and make it work. Yeah, I think the thing is that keeps us all humble, and I want people to kind of just remember, um, most African-American people are really just one pay paycheck away yes. from being homeless. Mm -hmm. um, what happens is you lose a job, you lose your home for whatever the reasons, no judgment is passed, things happen, life happens. People may be able to take you in, and people are not. Right. And then you find yourself, you're in this situation. So I really wanted people to, and I'm glad you were able to come today, because I wanted people to understand the softer side of it. Because even though the vibration and the attitude of some mm -hmm. are changing, even though our, our political offices um, may have good intentions, maybe not, maybe it's financial gain, there's just a lot of different reasons and variables that people are looking at Atlanta as an opportunity. They are. They are. Um, there's, as we said, prime locations and prime real estate yes. and prime areas and certain demographics are not the best demographic to reside there, to live there. And so things are happening to shift and make changes. I've talked about it several times. Um, that you drive in Atlanta and there's constantly something being built, built. And, and risen from the ashes, mm -hmm. from parking lots, from dirt, from this and that. And I say, where are the people coming from? The prices that they're charging, who's making that kind of money? You have to think about that. Yeah. Where are they coming from? Where are they coming from? Because, one, if you notice that Atlanta is what they call the busiest airport, mm -hmm. you can get to almost anywhere from Atlanta. from Atlanta. So most folks, what they're doing is staying in, you know, their come, mm -hmm. fly out, yeah, and then stay here. Yeah. So if I can commute back and forth, yeah. I don't have to catch two and three planes. I can just stay in Atlanta yeah. and just fly anywhere I want that's to. That's what we do. And that's, what they, that's why the city is being... Mm -hmm. Uh, built up. It's being built up. Yes. It's like leaps and bounds tremendously. Yes. But somebody's got to pay for that. People are paying for that, whether it's through taxes or whatever the case may be. But I wanted people to just kind of understand and still remain hopeful. Right. Um, and still be in a space of giving um, and helping where where we can. Because right. it's because it could be one of us at any given time. It it could we'll be. talk. It could. We'll talk. Because yeah. um, life has a way of being life right, and things change. And so I just, I wanted people to understand that there are a lot of different ingredients to what we're seeing Lord knows. Yes. in this homeless 
um, population mm-hmm. here in Atlanta. And I think that we as um, hum- humans, we need to keep asking the tough questions. We don't have to ask questions. Right. We have to vote for the right people in office. We have to continue to challenge and push that needle to understand what's going on. Because um, a question I was going to ask, but it, it, it appears that when you see a lot of homeless people, they look just like me. They look just like me and you. And I'm like, well, that that is far from cool. Exactly. When we go down the feed, mm-hmm. now, again, perfect example, when we were, the first time I went down, we fed at 167. Right. Um, 165 were, looked like us, African American. Um, when we go down to, we pass out the hygiene kits, maybe, maybe 10 mm. are white. Yeah. You know, and, and again, I'm just saying it is what it is. Right. You know, you can't look at it as a point where, you know, oh, this just happened because they're just down or they're not looking for a job or, you know, stuff happens. You know, it's it's just a plethora of things that can go wrong at any second. You know, Mm -hmm. hey, your life might get cut off or um, what do you say? You're facing a divorce or your spouse has left. Now you find yourself without a house. Yeah. You know, you'll sit in that house for a long time and then uh, sooner or later, um, Bank of America or whomever is going to come knocking at the door. Say, yeah, and here it's 90 days. Okay. So you, it's not like in Florida, which is nine months and stuff like that. In Connecticut, it takes over a year. To get people out. To get people out. Yeah. Mm. Especially, you can't do it in the wintertime up there. Mm. But um, it's cruelty. It's cruelty. Mm. Yeah, so 90 days in 90 Atlanta. Days. And you're out. And your world can change. Out like a light. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a serious thing. It is. It's it a is. serious it's thing. Insane. And it is an overwhelming um, sensation. It Overwhelming, I would say, is an easy way to put it. Because you yes. have a lot of people who commit suicide. You yeah. have a lot of people who actually lose it. You know, um, it's a big pressure that's on you. Because, one, you have so many other people who respond. Um, that you're responsible for. Right. You have kids, your kids that you might be responsible for. You have other family members that you may be responsible for. You may have a, um, a parent that's living with you. Yes. And what do you do? Yes. You know, how do you continue that normalcy, as we were saying earlier, mm-hmm. and you know that you're about to get kicked out, or yeah. you know that you're about to lose your house. And then once you lose your house, how do you explain to your mother or your kids that we're living in the, mm. the van for a while, mm. you know, or I got to let you stay with the aunt, but the aunt should let all of us stay in. But I'm not going to say, you know, but, you know, yeah, what it is. That that's happens. another part of it. Yeah. You know, so. It's a lot. Yeah. Breathe it in. Take yes. it in, Osborne. <laughs> let it out your nostrils. You're doing a great know, work. Right? You're doing zen, a great right? work. I want us to partner. I'm going to see where the old... Real Chicks Rock brand can align, especially with women. Of course. Especially because those numbers are high. Very high. Very high. Very high. And that brings me to a something I just thought about. When you talk about women, a lot of women have experienced traumatic events Ooh. who are homeless. You think about it. They've been, um, what's the word I want to use, um, accosted by a family member. Mm. Or they've been, you know... Something's happened to them in that type of situation that now 
they are not there. Mm. You know, I, I know a couple of people who have experienced that. Yeah. You know, and that's traumatic. A yeah. lot of people push it back, and once it finally comes out, mm. they lose it. They'll mm. see that person, that family member that has bothered them or mm. touched them in the wrong way, mm. and then they can't function. And they say, "Oh, she's just crazy." Yeah. You know, because we don't believe that we need. I'm not gonna say we. A lot right. of times, black society doesn't believe that they need um, to talk to anyone yeah. about their problems. Yeah. And that's just not true. Mm. I know I had to talk to somebody about my problems when I had my accident. Yeah. So, but it's, um, women really, and I'm not going to say it's just women, but there are a lot of women out there that need help. Right. And they've been, it's just, they go through so much. You talk about trafficking, then once they break away, then of course, what are they going to do? They have yeah. no place to go. Yeah. You have no place to go. So it's like, even with children, you have um, like 50,000 right now, I counted, um, looking up some stats again, but who's taking the numbers, right. of homeless children because they left the house because mm. either some type mm -hmm. of abuse, mm -hmm. or of, um, not only abuse, physical, sexual, and mental mm -hmm. abuse that's going on. Yeah. Once you're out there, then what do you do? Yeah. You're, you're actually in your beholden to what's out there and you have people who are predators who look for mm, new people yep. who are out there because they don't know what to do they think you're your friend and they're actually trying to use you as yeah. pimp you out or something like mm. that it's so horrible it is it is it's a lot of work to be done osborne it's a lot of work but again i think that as a community we can pull it together we can do it we can do it we have to do it we can't just think about now we got to start looking and planning for this, gotcha. you know, we got our kids. So we have to start thinking Come about. We got to our kids. Okay, in order for us to make it better for us when we get older, we have to make sure that they are taken care of now. Yes, raise them up right. Right. Even if it, like that population I was talking about that drops up, right. those kids, even though they're some people may see them as bad apples. Hell, let's make some applesauce out of it. You know, and it still tastes good. I mean, a lot of people don't like applesauce, but it's kind of still, you yeah, know, you can deal yeah, with you it. Can, you can work with it. Yeah. So everything has purpose. Everything has purpose. Even with down the street, you have Solomon's House. Mm -hmm. That's a women's shelter mm -hmm. that we, you know, gave to and stuff like that. And they're doing great work over there, too. Nice. It's nice. really, really a lot of people out there trying to help. And I think that, again, I'm not saying men don't need help, but I think that it's a big epidemic when you talk about women children who've been abused and the reason that they're on the street mm. it's not just because they want to be on the street they want to get away from what's actually happening to yeah them. yeah you know, a kid doesn't know what to do except for their friend tell them let's run away because they their friend may be going through the same thing mm -hmm. so yes man awesome awesome work thank you for coming thank you for having me yeah you got a lot of, you got a lot going on got a lot of good things going on um, just giving back and just, I want to just wish you nothing but continued success, success and everything that you do because it's a lot of work. Yes. Um, donations are needed. Donations Donate. are needed and he'll know what to do with the money. Don't you worry about what you're going to do with the $5 or the dollar that you donate because he's going to need it for transportation and food and, um, hygiene kits and just everything, everything. Check him out. Know what he's doing. You know, yeah, this guy is an upstanding citizen here. He's a nonprofit. And believe me, I don't even monitor. I don't, I'm not controlling the money. So I make sure that the money goes where it needs to go. I know, that's right. Because so, you're not going to get me on a... Um, no, we're not going to get you on nothing. Because you're know? not doing anything you're not supposed to do. Everything that you're doing, you know what I'm you're yeah. doing the right thing. And so yeah. for that, we commend you. So for me, hey, hi.
Hi, guys. Yes, we've had a wonderful conversation. Amazing. Listen, so listen, I got to plug in some things because um, it's that time of year. Yeah, I'm coming with you, Annette. I'm coming, Annette. I'm coming. But first, I got to talk about... Um, he talked about a lot about partnerships. I have one. I have I have a few. Yes. <laughs> I have a strategic partner. Yes, I do. And it is uh with Hot Ice Live Entertainment. Yeah, we're gonna lighten things up. I know that's right. You in between all that working, you need to get out and have a good time every now and then. So we have some things coming up at Vakeman's, yes, in the city, living for the city, the the Stevie Wonder tribute, right? So that's happening Saturday, May 4th. Uh, at 9.30. So you need to hurry up and get your ticket for this one because it's going to be good. These tribute shows typically sell out, standing room only. We want to see you in the place. So you come and be a part of that that night. Yeah, you need to come and unwind and you need to do that. You know, bring your wife and come through and have a wonderful time for that. Then we slide on. But before we do the (coughs) night, because I got another, another partnership. Yeah, yeah. Tambor, Tambor, you guys always, you know that you know that I love house music. And so I'm, yes, clap for the house music. music. Yeah. (laughs) So it's been, uh, Tambor is celebrating 10 years. I've been honored to be a part of Tambor for five. And so we're having the grounding party the same day on uh, May 4th, right, on the Beltline. It's free. It's free for family. It's family fun, free. Come on out. It's a free event. We'll be by the skate park. Um, it's going to start at one o'clock in the afternoon and it'll go till about eight. Then you go home, you shower, you come out that night, you party with us all night. So it's a full day. May 4th is a very full day. So for that, you know, go ahead and do that. I got another person that was a previous guest of mine, uh, Nani Walker. She has what I like to consider. We've been talking about health and wellness and the conversation was really about traditional medicine or traditional health versus um, energy, wellness, and that type of yeah, thing. Holistic. Yeah, yes. very holistic. And so, you know, a lot of people are starting to gauge and pivot and turn and get more of that in their life. Um, they've, they're finding that that is just as helpful as the traditional practice of medicine yes, and that type is. of thing. Yes, so join my friend, Nani Walker. She's having a live class at 9 p.m. on 424 and talking about your womb is magic. It's an intro to womb wellness and care. And, you know, to our point, we were talking about women and a lot of trauma and things that they yes. go through. You know, hopefully this type of class or this type of conversation will help uh, women deal with some of the trauma, some of the experiences or just the illnesses that they carry yes. and they don't realize that they're carrying it. So feel free to register for this online. Again, it's this week. It's uh, 424. The date is going to be at 9 p.m. Uh, again, your womb is your magic. All the details are here. If you want more, feel free to inbox me and we'll talk about that more. But yes, we have a lot of things going on. But last but not least, somebody that's very special to me as well. Uh, we talked about teams, right? Yes. Um, and the person that works with me is uh, Sean Williams, and she's incredible. Um, that email invitation and yes. letter you get yes. and say, Sean helps me <laughs> keep Real Chicks Rock going. And so when you have people that have a dream and a passion for their own, you got to support them. You have to. So, you yeah. know, who would I be if I didn't give Sean an opportunity to just... Um, use my platform to promote um, teen wellness and teen empowerment because teens, to your point, we're talking about young people, 
Um, they have a lot of decisions that they have to make. They do. And so we want to kind of empower them, especially our young girls. We want them to understand what their rights are and how to date and how to be engaged with different people and just kind of maneuver through life as best as they can. As best as they can. So Sean has a workshop coming up. It's called Teen Girls Empowerment Workshop. We had a successful one uh, last month. We're going to have another one in May. I say we because I'm a strategic partner. I like being a part of things that yes. help um, change the lives of many people. So you guys stand by and listen to this commercial, this promo coming right up. You're amazing. Amazing. I love it. Cool news. Oh, oh. You don't have it? Yeah. Yes. It's under Gmail. You said it live TV? You just had it. for today. Again, thank you, Osborne, for coming. I appreciate you. you. How can people find you? One more time. Best way to find me is through Kaleluz.org mm -hmm. or Facebook at Kaleluz Charities okay. or Instagram at um, Kaleluz Cares. And I'll spell it again. Yes, please and thank you. <laughs> C-A-L-A-L-U-S which again means promised land. So, okay. Yes. Well, thank you for your time. That's it. That's it for me. You know where to find me. I am everywhere. I'm at realchicksrock.com, the website. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm here every first and third Sunday. Listen, you like this show. You know that you do. So, why not just subscribe? Just go on and subscribe to us on YouTube. We're on iTunes. Yeah, we're on the On Channel. We're on um, Urban Music Report, you know, loading down apps, doing other. Listen, you didn't catch everything that we talked about today. You want to hear it again? There was other shows that you missed. Osborne is going to go back and listen to the Don Tallman, uh, Julie McKnight show I had last week, you yes, know, two I weeks am. ago, because yes, everybody likes the intro to the show. So listen, so go and subscribe to the channel. Slide this in somebody's life on the DMs like promote it, push it out. We love Ratchet, but you know, we got to 
<laughs> we got to do better with good content, good content, like, and get it out there. So help me raise the vibration. That's my time. Thank you. Until next time, you continue to take care. Rock on. We hope you enjoyed listening to RCR Presents Real Discussions. Until next time, take care.